Welcome, listeners. Welcome back to another episode of the Hey, I Like You podcast with your favorite people to have in your ears, Martha and Becky. Bow, bow, bow. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> hey, guys. So before we start talking about today's topic, which is on the um, kind of like bodies and self-love theme so mm-hmm. our, like first kind of topic that we are doing episodes from first and say thank you merci beaucoup gracias si. <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> to you guys because you really showed up and showed out on our instagram questions which was so helpful for us yes yes thank you for all of your feedback it's super helpful and uh becky and i were doing some planning yesterday so we've put in the messages you sent and we're going to be working through them in the next little while and martha and i both have zero shame so like we will be dming <laughs> um taylor swift incessantly for you know who you are who requested her and kanye west although i have my issues with him see taylor swift uh i, I, will, I will dm him for you again you also know yeah. who you are <laughs> we're, we're not above tough conversations we're here for it <laughs> um so yeah we just wanted to say thanks so much guys we love you we appreciate you and we love that you are on our instagram page because when i started this in january and i was thinking i could do it on my own (laughs) um (laughs) i was like hopefully people like hearing me talk and then we obviously all fell in love with martha after those first two episodes and martha i'm just glad that she's here and so i think i speak for both of us when we say we value you listeners so much and we're so glad that you give us feedback because it means that you like hearing us and we just want to be able to create stuff that you're enjoying as well absolutely amen amen okay cute little gush fest over Um, (laughs) before diving into the topic topic just to get things off our chest before i get distracted by them later um Mm -hmm. Just wanted to brag. <laughs> I'm a <laughs> Pfizer girl. I got a Pfizer vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> I got that good, good Pfizer juice running through my body. Um, <laughs> Is your arm but, sore? No, it wasn't sore like at all. Nice. Superwoman. Yeah, I, I know, basically, right? <laughs> Practically. Um, when I had shared that I'd be getting the vaccine, I had a lot of people ask, like, oh, how? Like, why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> As in, like, why did you qualify? Because living in Canada healthcare is great until apparently we're in a pandemic and um, we need vaccines so and it's super slow <laughs> like nine times out of ten I love Canadian healthcare but um, not over this yeah. one so anyways mm-hmm. a lot of you were very kindly asking how I qualified and the answer to that is um, underlying conditions which I didn't know I had your girl is um severely obese thank you to the body mass index (laughs) down with the bmi (laughs) yeah the bmi sucks it's flawed and it's racist but if you live in canada and you got thick thighs and a little curve to your body check your bmi um and then burn it afterwards but check your bmi because if you have a bmi of 40 or greater you qualify for the vaccine in alberta (laughs) there you go take advantage of it I know. I honestly was like, uh, this summer and every summer, thick thighs are going to save lives because <laughs> your girl has her first dose. Um, nice. It was interesting, though, because, I had, like I said, some people would ask how I qualified and I would tell them, like, oh, it's because I'm obese. And you should all know by now that I am way too much in love with myself and I just enjoy my body too much to ever be concerned what medical professionals think. Mm-hmm. But uh, I had a lot of people be like, oh, my gosh, no, you're not. You're beautiful. And I was like, babe. 
I know. <laughs> that wasn't up don't, for debate. <laughs> I don't know why you thought that this was like a discussion. I know I'm beautiful. I'm just saying medically, I'm obese. <laughs> so. It is what it is. Um, <laughs> so yeah, just, just wanted to brag in all of your ears. I got my Pfizer vaccine. I'm feeling very fancy. So and, good. Um, I guess the second thing that happened to me this week that I already told Martha about but because I share all my boys and all my crushes with you guys, my other best friends. Yes. I went on a date yesterday. <gasps> yes. yes. <laughs> we can call him Bumble Boy. We like match on Bumble. <laughs> oh, I like it. <laughs> we like matched on Bumble and on Friday he was like, do you want to go for coffee? And I just have this anxiety where I'm like, well, where would we go for coffee? I don't even drink coffee. Where would I have to park my car? Like, are we going downtown? I don't want to go downtown. So <laughs> rather than tell him all of these things, I just said, oh, sorry, I'm busy. <laughs> and then <laughs> on Saturday he was like, hey, it's a beautiful day. Like, do you want to get coffee or bubble tea? Maybe go for a walk. And I was just like, huh! sure let's go for a walk like before I could think about it mm-hmm. and then we went on like a really long walk it was really cute he was funny um and he's moving on Tuesday to BC so <laughs> really great timing <laughs> but hit. Bumble Boy yeah right <laughs> Bumble Boy was a cutie and that is everything worth noting in Becky's life in the past seven days Good do you have one. anything Martha well I'm just jealous you got your first dose of the vaccine i'm still waiting i qualify because i'm prego Mm -hmm. and but not for too much longer no oh let's pray not for too much longer Jeez, listeners martha's gonna have a baby and she promised me that boy or girl she's naming it becky (laughs) she promised (laughs) she didn't she didn't remember making this promise because i don't know if it was ever said out loud but it it was more of like a a feeling in her heart a spiritual impression you got (laughs) it was it was almost like it was revealed to me that you'd be naming your child Becky. Perfect. I love it. <laughs> I'll talk Boy it over with Logan. Oh, we're all about, you know, crushing gender norms. So Becky would be fine. Good. He would be a very, very smart, capable, strong child. I'm sure. Totally. Well, okay. Finally, speaking of gender norms, yesterday we went to the store and we were just picking up some things like last minute things. Um, for baby coming, and we were at Value Village. Oh, Vivi Boutique. Yes, and um, we were getting some sandals for Eli because he needs some for the summer. And um, I know I've said it before, listeners, pardon me for being a broken record, but I went to school for sociology and I studied women's studies. And so, mm-hmm. like, gender studies is very much woven into that, though I'm haven't gone in um, like in super deep on that side of things. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so <laughs> we're in the sandals section and we're trying to find something for Eli and there's not a lot of selection, but he sees these Peppa Pig sandals and they're, oh my gosh, they're very cute and they're very pink. And oh my gosh. <laughs> so this is, I like, it bothers me that I have to have this thought, but I did. I'm like, Ooh, should we get those? Um, and maybe part of it is because Eli gets mistaken as a girl pretty frequently. Because he has luscious long because, hair. Because, yeah, totally. And I'm like, in my he's mind. Cute. He rocks it. I, I love it. I love his long hair. And I also think I'm like, you look very boyish to me. I, I don't know. But if you anyone sees like a kid with a ponytail walking around at first glance, they think, oh, a girl, apparently. Mm-hmm. 
And so he um, also has a bike helmet that, <laughs> yeah. that he loves and is very bright neon pink. And it's an owl with big sparkly <laughs> glitter eyes. And he loves it. And he's the <laughs> cutest thing you've ever seen coming down the street on a little tricycle. Um, oh, my gosh. We need to post a picture of him for all of you guys. Because I don't think you guys have really seen Eli. But he is, without a doubt, so cute. Uh, and in that helmet, I, I think I would die. Totally. So I, and when we, uh, when we bought the helmet, I had a similar thought. I was like, ooh. And it's not... It's not necessarily I like I have no issue with it at all. It really my my mind goes to what if kids or other people say stuff about it or whatever, which yeah. is yeah. um unfortunate that I do think that. But but you do because humans are the worst <laughs> sometimes. And I so I'm like thinking and I'm like, you know what? One these are the only sandals that fit him right now at this store and he's really excited about it and he does not think twice. He is like and he's the boy who loves like he's obsessed with trucks and cars and I love that he also sees these things and he's just like I like that too and has no issue mm-hmm. and I'm like I hope we can put off as long as possible that he when he learns that other people have an issue with it. And so mm-hmm. anyway, long story short we get the Peppa Pig sandals and he's wearing them today. <laughs> we also happen to get him a garden hat because I love gardening. And so he's got his like little long brimmed garden hat on. He's wearing like a lion safari uh, button up t-shirt with a puffy green <laughs> vest, his jeans, and he's got his Peppa Pig sandals on. And I was like, man, that was the best choice we made yesterday. I'm so glad we got those sandals for him. They're so cute. I love him so much. <laughs> and he's going to have a little baby sibling in a couple of weeks. We're going to have two baby boys. I'm glad that we I worked through it yesterday. And he like, gets to enjoy his little sandals. They're so cute. So, I love that. Yeah. That's, that's probably the most exciting thing that's happened to me this week. So <laughs> we, can, we can move on now. All right. <laughs> well, we, we, we will move on. But guys, hopefully if you're listening, do what makes you happy. Screw the people. Screw the judgments. Oh, yeah. You do you, boo. Seriously. Well, now that we have gotten to this point of the episode, we're going to talk about what Martha and I came to talk about today. Yes, ma'am. Um, so back in November, I was having a hard go. I was having a hard day and I posted on Instagram and I asked people like, hey, what are your like fun air quotes, obviously your fun traits? Because I had shared that I like was pretty hard on myself. And I think, you know, everyone has their own things that that they do to themselves or that bug themselves about who they are. And so for me, it was coming at a time because, as all of you have heard by now, I really enjoy exercising with my girl, Sam Hayden. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but my issue with exercising, and I think I've mentioned this in a previous episode, is that I am blessed and cursed with an all or nothing mentality. Mm. And so when I'm doing something like fun or like an activity or baking, like I want to go all in. I want to like do the best for these people. I want to give someone something, a memory or an item or a baked good that like they're going to love. And so I really want to show up and show out. Mm -hmm. But when I'm, when I'm exercising, I get, I used to, and I'm working on it and I'm getting better, but I used to get in this mentality of like, okay, well, like if, if I was having a bad day or if I was on my period and I had cramps or if I was feeling sick, I'd be like, well, if you're not going to work out today, you might as well not work out at all this week because you suck and you fail. Mm. And I would just kind of like tell myself, like, if you can't give 100% every single day, what's the point of even trying? Mm -hmm. And I was like, this sucks. Totally. (laughs) And so that was the day that I had kind of shared on Instagram. I was like, yeah, I'm really hard on myself, guys. What are your other fun traits that you have? And 
bless all of your beautiful hearts and souls. Some of you, a lot of you responded. And so Martha and I today wanted to just kind of talk about the idea of like loving yourself as you are and accepting yourself for all of those quote unquote fun traits that you have um, in your life or that kind of throw you curveballs sometimes Mm -hmm. because the reality is they make you who you are and we love you as you are Mm -hmm. with those fun traits included. And so we wanted to talk about some of the ones that you guys have all shared with me. It'll be anonymous, obviously. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then Martha is going to share some of hers. So the first one that I'm going to share from the list um, is very, very in tune with who I am as a person. (laughs) And I believe who Martha is as a person. This individual says a fun trait of theirs is that they binge watch TV when they're stressy and depressing. Who doesn't? Come on. (laughs) Honestly, I feel like we've all been stressy and depressy for the past year, yeah. like nonstop. Yeah. You have you have good days, you have good weeks, but I think as like an underlying mentality, we're all stressy and depressy mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And I think all of us have probably watched three or four shows in their entirety. So <laughs> totally, well, and it's just so much of like all the things that have happened in the last year. Sometimes you really do need a way to just escape. Like there's only so yeah. much that so much stress that your body can take on, that your mind can take on, all these things that we're hearing consuming without being able to do a lot, especially being in lockdown. So this one I feel like is so relatable and okay. It's okay. And a special shout out to our friends in lockdown in Ontario. You guys are really going through it right now. Mm. Um, We love you. Please put something good on to watch and just escape for a little bit. And might I recommend escaping to dairy london dairy and northern oh the dairy girls Um, if you you guys haven't watched the dairy girls yet i highly recommend it Mm -hmm. um this one comes with becky's usual not great for all family viewing warnings Mm -hmm. because they're irish and they're sassy and they're sweary and it is probably one of the funniest shows i've seen lately and once you watch it, you can then watch them on the Great British Baking Show. Oh, which, which is, is so, so good. They're so good on that uh, one. Yeah. I will say too, though, so, yeah. Becky, with um, your caveat of not so family from family friendly, this one I feel like is only not family friendly because there is so much language. Besides that, there is like nothing else that mm-hmm. would be highly offensive. It's really good. Well, and... What I appreciate about their swearing, <laughs> look at us justifying language. Um, what I like about their swearing is sometimes you'll like watch a movie or a show, and if you're like me, I'll be, I'll think like, okay, you didn't have to say that. Like you haven't in- improved the quality of the viewing by using that totally. language. But in Dairy Girls, I would argue they almost improved the quality of the yeah. view- of the viewing. <laughs> it's so-, so much a part of the experience, and like their, I don't know, their their culture, their friendship, yep. just who they are as people. Yes. So yeah, guys. I agree with binge watching TV when you're stressy and depressy, and I encourage all of you to check out Dairy Girls. Oh, yeah. Do it. All right. Um, The next one is a triple threat. Mm -hmm. They say that they are a control freak, they're a pessimist, and they're lazy. And to that, I say, well, clearly, you're very well organized. Mm. You keep it real. And you don't exert your energy when you don't need to. Love it. Love it about Mm -hmm. you. I like it. I also appreciate that this person was so like, what's the word? Forthcoming? Like they were just like, here are the things. This is what I struggle with. And very relatable. I, oh man. I'm like, I had put down a couple at the end of our list and control issues is one of mine. 
I'm like, mm-hmm. especially in, I don't know, in life when there's a lot of things out of your control. And if you tend to be an anxious person, like I sometimes tend to be, um, yeah, those control things, it, it can be hard to manage. So solidarity, listener, hey, whoever this is. Own it. The fact, the fact that you're owning it, my hat goes off to you. You're killing it, mm-hmm. babe. Martha, do you want to go shot for shot? And you can for sure. This one? Um, this one or the next one we had was make, oh, I make plans with friends and then try to get out of them. Hello, social anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there could be other reasons, but that's where my head goes. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a TikTok the other day that it was... I'm really glad you brought up TikTok this time <laughs> Thank and you. not me. Because every episode I'm like, oh, ding, I ding, saw ding. TikTok, guys. <laughs> I saw a TikTok. Start the tally, guys. One TikTok so far <laughs> in this episode. Um, but I saw a TikTok and it was about uh, introverts. And it's like hmm. talking about how introverts have a tendency to make plans when they're feeling really good and they like are out with friends or they're, they're feeling it. Oh, yeah, and yeah. then they get to the time when they're actually having to follow through or do that thing they agreed to before. And then they're like, no, I can't do it. Well, it's, I mean, it's, I've seen like a few different quotes and styles of, of like that being mm-hmm. represented. Cause the idea I think is making plans when your social battery is full and then having to like follow through with them when your social battery is low and being like uh no totally (laughs) no for sure and I think I don't think that that is always exclusive to introverted people I'm like I feel like that could be anybody but if you tend to be more on the introverted Mm -hmm. side that makes sense so I'm just stamping that one as normal that's not (laughs) not weird for anybody I really like this next one because I remember who submitted it and I've lived with this dear kind mm-hmm. individual and they had said that they always double the recipe. Mm-hmm. And to that I say, Ain't Yeah, what's the problem here? That. <laughs> because I have lived with them and they make some mean orange rolls. And if you're like, what's an orange roll, Becky? Imagine a cinnamon bun, but mm. better. Because you've got orange, which I like more than cinnamon. And then it has this like glaze almost like cream cheese or maybe it's just glaze icing but it's so good and so to that I say double the recipe triple quadruple the recipe I don't care I'm going down with the ship I'm eating it all I am thrilled that you always double the recipe okay we'll have to pull that on our Instagram hot take from Becky do you think cinnamon rolls are better or orange rolls and if you haven't tried them you're not allowed to vote (laughs) we do not want your input we are not I don't want any skewed data in this, in this survey. <laughs> um, and I see no problem with doubling the recipe, especially um, our next one is I self-sabotage. Who doesn't? That's a toughie. Babe. Who mm-hmm. doesn't? Seriously. <laughs> and there's so many things with this one. I'm like, we'll get into it as we go on in the episode when we talk about like acceptance and accepting ourselves and our flaws and things like that. But I feel like especially this one feels poignant to me um and figuring out why we do that like what is it that's making Mm -hmm. you do that or like is it anxiety is it fear do you think you're not deserving of like what you could be getting so you just yeah so this one I'm like that's a that's a heavy one to unpack but a good one to sit with we'll do our Mm -hmm. best totally um and then I feel like we are all aware of this (sighs) an inability to go to bed early or wake Mm. up early and I've been hearing about, oh, frick, I was going to sound so composed and say it, but now I'm blanking on what it's called. Um, it was talking about how, like, when you're 
if you're like a student or someone who's lived away from home and you go back to your parents' mm-hmm. house and then you stay up late at night just because you like can it's like an act of rebellion oh. because you've been like busy throughout the day or you've been like socializing with mm-hmm. other people so rather than go to bed even though you're tired you'll just oh, like, shoot what was up. that called it's like revenge something i know it's like yeah it's like revenge sleep procrastination mm-hmm. or something yeah <laughs> but i just i thought that was really interesting because anytime we go to our, my parents place in red deer it'll be like 10 o'clock and i'm like yeah i'm tired i'm gonna go to bed and then without fail i'll like stay up in bed and like watch my own show <laughs> or like go on tiktok or read mm-hmm. a book but it's just this idea of like <laughs> <laughs> i'm rebelling because i'm not actually going i to can't bed do yet. this so <laughs> so to whoever you are that submitted that i see you mm-hmm. and i love you and you're not totally alone. well and it's funny this is also another one i'm like if we unpack this a little bit um again like why why is this a bad thing (laughs) can I pretend I'm a psychologist for a minute um yes I was watching a um oh shoot what's her name Laura is her name Laura Clary Cleary okay so she's a comedian and um she does Mm -hmm. a bunch of videos I'm like I know I see them come up on like Facebook they're on YouTube and um they do her and her husband do vlogs and they were talking about how um Laura is very much um she's an early bird and like her battery is spent at like nine o'clock. She just does not have the energy to do just about anything after that. And then her husband is a night owl and they were vlogging um a session with their couples therapist that they see. And because of COVID, they do it over Zoom. So they were just filming um, from their house. And they were saying um, how they kind of struggle because uh, Laura's husband, I'm so sorry, I'm forgetting his name. But like he starts to get like really energized at night. And he has all these ideas about like work Mm -hmm. and they work together. And he has these like video ideas and production ideas. And like she just can't handle it. She's like, "I, I just don't have the brain capacity. And so their therapist was talking to them and saying how like, in society we kind of demonize night owls (laughs) like that's not a good Mm -hmm. time to be productive um and and it's okay that if that's when you feel energized and you get stuff done that's fine like you don't have to follow the same sleep schedule that other people do if it doesn't work for you so anyway my thought on it was just how um (laughs) One of my quote-unquote fun traits I'm recognizing recently, and I've been thinking about it a lot this week, is how I put moral value in things that don't really have moral value. They are neutral. Mm -hmm. And so that's one of those things where it's like, I think I'm doing something bad if I can't go to bed early and wake up early. I think something deep down inside of me is like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Cause I should go to bed early and wake up super early. And like, I saw another, yeah. <laughs> okay, tally twice, another TikTok um, that was saying <laughs> this about like cleaning, like your house and how, if you have a clean house, that means you're good. And if it's not super clean and tidy, then it's bad, but really your home is a neutral space. There's, there's no moral value there. Yeah. Same thing with food, how we like to put moral value on foods. And if we're eating like something like a treat, it's like sinful or um, somehow like deviant. And so the same thing is like, this is something that is actually morally neutral. So anyway, whoever this is, (laughs) that's just my thought is like, what, 
what's the problem if this is something that's working for you? And if it's not working for you, then that's a different story, but you're not bad because this is something that's hard for you. Anyway. Totally. <laughs> um, well, and I feel like this one's kind of the same, so maybe I'll just say it, but we don't have to get too into it because I feel like Martha just did an excellent Thank job. But someone said, and this is obviously not not a foreign no. concept to any of us, believing that I'll do blank tomorrow, dot, 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 tomorrow <laughs> is a lie. And I'm like, tomorrow is a lie. Okay, maybe it would be easier. <laughs> maybe it would be easier to get it done. Sure, totally. But also, if you've made it this far in life and you've been this successful, like, don't beat yourself up for not being totally productive mm-hmm. every second of every day if you have time tomorrow it's okay oh yeah to do it tomorrow well and it's just like procrastination in its in its essence but this is something where like I know for me I really do well with lists and so especially lately when like it's hard to get stuff done I've been making a I put a list on our like our whiteboard on the fridge and mm-hmm. um, maybe going back to the all or nothing mentality to what Becky was talking about earlier in the episode most days I get half of my list done and it's, it's taken some mental effort to be okay with that. Like, this is what I could do today. And mm-hmm. that's it. Like tomorrow's another chance. Well, and I think it's important and it's important to remember that some days are going to be different. Yes. You're going to have more energy or you're going to be more inspired or you're going to start one thing on the list and realize you really love it and you don't want to stop doing it. Like mm-hmm. whatever it is, but go easy on yourself. Totally. Oh man. I saw a post this week. Someone had put up, And I'm like, I totally get that this was meant to be like motivational and inspiring, but it was this idea that like anytime like you stop working or you take a rest, someone is working harder than you. Someone is taking the opportunity that you're not blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Okay. Thanks, Brenda. (laughs) (laughs) I like to take naps. Yes. Um, But it was interesting because I'm like... I pat myself on the shoulder a little bit because I saw it and it had this long list of things. And the whole gist of it is if you're not doing it, someone else is and they're getting ahead. And I was like, man, this is a recipe for burnout. Like you're never going to be able to keep up with everyone. And no one has the energy to go full force every single day. Like that, that idea of I'm going to give it 110% every day. That is not sustainable. You can't do it. No. It's like, good job. You gave 110%. Tomorrow, you give 110%. Cool. But if yeah. not, also fine. Because you need, you need totally. to be in moderation. You have to be In the last year, time. I think one of my like personal mantras that have gotten me through quite a bit is like, today I did my best. And even if it looked like crap, it was my best. And that's good enough. So maybe mm-hmm. my best was 40% mm-hmm. today. That's all I had to give. But I gave all of it. So mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> we have strong feelings on this. <laughs> um, <laughs> the next one on the list is <laughs> texting lots of guys when I'm lonely and seeking validation. We know it, girl. We, we know what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> and gentlemen, if you're listening and you do that for girls, also, it's okay. You can sit with me. I, you can we sit all with do us. It. We wear pink on Wednesdays. Um, <laughs> Becky, you got the next one? Yeah. I have terrible road rage when I'm late, but I'm the Ooh. reason I'm late. Ooh. You know, recognizing <laughs> that you have a problem is the first step. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's all I got to say for that one. Um, I overthink the shiz out of everything to the point of tears. Oh, girlfriend. Mm. Or boyfriend. Sorry. Whoever said that. That. Oh, friend. Oh, friend. Oh, person. Um, 
Yes, I understand what that feels like. On when I read that one, the first like I'm just like, have have yes. you tried therapy? And I don't mean that as like a you should go to therapy. Everyone should go to therapy. Like, it feels everyone should go to therapy because it's smart. But I'm also just like hearing that like, okay, you know what? Let's let's find some healthy tools. Let's find some helpful problem solving skills. Let's t- let's figure out what's giving us the stress and anxiety that's making us feel like we need to have everything Absolutely. figured out perfect the first time. Like you know what. I love you, friend, and I think good you one therapy. Um. Oh, sorry, Bex. You're in the next one. Oh, okay. Um. I buy almost <laughs> anything I see on TikTok with zero research. Uh. I have bought one thing I've seen on TikTok, and it was and a it disappointment. It was intense. <laughs> it was this like this cylindrical ice cube tray, and so you would like put a little bit of water in the bottom, and then you put in the inner chamber mm-hmm. or whatever, and by putting that in, it pressed all the water away from the bottom and into the sides and so the sides of it would freeze and then you'd mm-hmm. screw the lid on and so I was like oh that's perfect because you could like have it standing up have it on its side have it upside down like you could toss it in the freezer and it's still going to freeze evenly because the water is like evenly dispersed um the inner chamber did not stay submerged and the lid did <laughs> not stay screwed on so it was a piece of crap <laughs> whoever you are I see you and I feel you because I've been there but now I'm curious because I'm like, how much have you bought, person? Because I bought one <laughs> ice cube tray and I was disappointed. Yes. How much have you bought? Anyone who buys things off or from TikTok, <laughs> you should tell us. Tell us what you've gotten. Any of it good? Question mark. <laughs> um, yeah. The next one is spending $30 on fast food and then rolling my eyes at a $20 shirt. This is <laughs> Relatable. Well, 100%. Like, I will spend too much mm. money on a meal like I'm still pretty poor because I'm a student so when I say too much I'd be like 30 is yeah. probably my cap but then I go to Old Navy and I'm like oh my gosh that shirt's $20 and I would wear it for four years no that's so expensive I'd much rather spend $30 on a meal I'll have consumed and digested <laughs> in two hours like, why am I like this oh man that's definitely where I think we've all been there we understand this yeah mm-hmm. we all we all need help um okay i feel guilty spending money on myself even though i have a career and i'm definitely not you're worth it um you're totally worth it and i can't wait to be like you one day and have a career and not be broke because i'm like i have no problem treating myself and i have no business treating myself (laughs) like do whatever you need to to make yourself feel comfortable with that and i know i think we've mentioned this in a previous episode but like becky and i are different in the sense like Becky's a spender. I'm a saver. But I have also felt the same way where it's like, oh, I think I've mentioned this too. Words of wisdom from Martha. Ooh. But um, like that scarcity mindset and like the reasons why mm-hmm. we hold on to things. And that's like where I'm at with money. So maybe this person, mm-hmm. if you've come from a place where like money was not a super, uh, was not in abundance, then that might be hard. Or maybe this is something where it's like, you do feel like you're not worth spending the money on. So I would recommend budgeting and uh, knowing that you are worth whatever the things you need and the things that make you feel happy. So that's my take on that yeah. one. Amen. Um, this one, this one makes me sad, but I also feel like this mm. person is not alone. So I tell myself no one could want to talk to me. So I would stay home mm. even before COVID. That one is very sad. And I think it's really interesting because I I am a naturally loud and bubbly person. 
but I've definitely had moments or nights where like I've been invited to something. I remember it like even just a couple years ago, this one stands out the most, but I was invited to like a party or get together at someone's house. I got dressed. I put jeans and Ooh. a real bra on. I did my makeup. I felt really, really cute. And then I was like getting ready to go. I think I was just making a quick snack. And in my head, I was just like, who are you going to talk to? Who do you know that's going to be there? Mm -hmm. Who's going to want to talk to you? What are you going to do there? You're going to be so awkward. And I just was like, F it. No. Took the makeup off, put sweats on. And I was like, hey, sorry, I can't come tonight. I'm busy. Because I was just like, you are your own worst enemy. Like as much as I'm like, you're your greatest hype person. And your most important relationship you'll have in this life will be with your own Mm -hmm. self, which is true. But we can also be Mm -hmm. our greatest enemy. Mm -hmm. And it sucks. And I don't necessarily have a solution other than mm-hmm. try therapy. But but I think it's important to, like, normalize that we all have have that thought in the back of our minds that, like, no one really <laughs> wants to talk For sure. to you. But we Yes, do. all Martha day. And, I, will and it's, I think, Becky, you've mentioned this in a previous um, podcast, but talking about, like, the pendulum of, like, ne- negativity yeah. and positivity and thinking about those, mm-hmm. and this might be like a therapy skill that you can learn there, but how you imagine the worst case scenario, what if no one wants to talk to me, and then putting it on the opposite end, what if someone does want to talk to you? Yeah, and then to just put it right in the middle, what if you go talk to one or two people, don't create a lifelong best friend, Amen. Okay time. <laughs> That doesn't sound like that bad. It doesn't sound like it's the best, but mm-hmm. it also it's not that bad. It might be more fun to go to those things than it is to stay home and scroll on TikTok and Instagram and wish you had yes. had the ability to leave your house mm-hmm. or the courage to leave your house. So yeah, just always remember, if you're going to dwell on the worst case scenario, you have to give 50% to the best case scenario as well, because it is just as likely to happen Absolutely. as the worst case. Um, and our, <laughs> our last and final... This is a favorite of mine. <laughs> our, ringer, our last submission was, I am a giant hoe. <laughs> Amen. Snaps on that. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Actually, I'm I'm trying. Granted, we live in a pandemic, but there are restrictions. Whoever you are out there, if you are a giant hoe and it is working for you, you have my utmost respect, admiration, and appreciation. Admiration. That was the word. I was like, confidence, not confidence. You're killing it, mm-hmm. and I respect it. <laughs> So those, we'll get into some of our, our personal ones now, just before time we're done for the episode. But those are the ones you guys shared with me. And first, like I said at the beginning, totally. thanks for sharing them with me. I I like to normalize that we all have things that we do or quirks about ourselves mm-hmm. that we don't love. Because I think sometimes we just get so caught up with like what we see on feeds and what we see presented on everyone's highlight reel that it's like, oh, no one could ever struggle with this like I do. But I honestly think almost every single one of those things on that list I was like yeah I do that (laughs) no so you're not alone you are way more normal than you think you are you're all practically boring we are all boring Mm -hmm. because we're all the same Mm -hmm. so this first one I would love to know if anyone relates to this um so (laughs) it's weird weird please tell me if you've ever thought this (laughs) in your life but I always use too much toilet paper I use an excessive amount of toilet paper Um, no matter the need or time, I was telling Becky how I hate it in movies when they show like people going into bathroom stalls and they, they've run out of toilet paper and they like knock on the door next to them and they're like, Hey, can you pass me a couple squares? And I just think a couple squares, 
you're going to get pee all over your hands. That's not going to cover it. Like what, <laughs> what universe is everyone else living in? Um, Cause that just does not seem like enough to me, but I also think maybe I go through toilet paper way faster than everyone else. So because you're just making like a mitt of it basically for safety i'm like i don't want to get anything on my hands so yeah i'm probably i i contribute way too much money to the toilet paper industry and i wish that wasn't the case um maybe i need to invest in a bidet any listeners have a bidet (laughs) i actually I, yeah, guys, please let us know. Because growing up in Italy, I saw bidets and I thought they were so weird and I would never, ever, ever, ever. And now oh, they're yeah. like becoming popular in North America. And the more I see them, I'm like, I feel like I really want a bidet. I feel like I would really Oh, yeah. Enjoy I know quite a, a few people who love. I have a sister, one of my closest friends here, like all day. They're like, they're awesome. They have a lot of benefits. Yeah. Um, and, and save you money on toilet paper. That's for sure. So guys, please write in if you have one and just give us like a little um like review of the bidet. We'll share it anonymously. No one has to know your butt business, but maybe let's just like try to normalize bidets. There you go. Maybe that could be what we focus um, on. My next one's I'll just like rapid fire the things I had written down. Um, so the next ones I have are I'm a bear to wake up. Uh, I have a really hard time waking up and that is probably my grouchiest, angriest time of my life is getting out of bed in the morning. Um, so I apologize so sincerely to my husband. And um, the next one I put is having emotional outbursts. And this is one where I feel like is surprising whenever I mention it to people or like uh, mentioning a struggle I have is just because I have, um, I don't know, like a pretty patient, calm demeanor. Um, it's, it's surprising Mm -hmm. to people because I think that oftentimes I do hold in a lot of my feelings for the sake of other people and get to the point where I can't hold anymore. And so, um, like even this last week, there was like me and my husband had like the smallest, littlest argument and it turned into me just having like this crying meltdown. And so obviously it wasn't about that thing, but it was just like had built up. Um, so that's something I, I'm working on is trying to be able to release those emotions when they actually happen. So it doesn't just build up until the dam breaks. Um, and then again, I mentioned control issues and this is probably a tie into the emotional thing, but I have a hard time letting people see me struggle that vulnerability, Hmm. especially when it's stuff that's like, it's like Mm situation. Oh, this is a big one. If it's situationally appropriate, I feel like that's fine. But if it's out Mm. of that, um, or if it's stuff like the privacy Mm -hmm. within my own home and I haven't, I don't have control over people coming in and seeing that and it catches me off guard. I think that's the big one. If I'm caught off guard in a struggle and someone sees it, I, it's really hard for me to let them see me be vulnerable. I get that. Yeah, I get that. Um, I, Honestly, I don't have many more to share other than the one that I shared at the beginning when I was like, oh, I just have like an all or nothing mentality and I'm really hard on myself, (laughs) Um, which isn't fun. The other one that came to mind as you and I were sharing though, Martha, was um, that I Mm. am not very organized and I would like to be better organized. I like buy a planner every year with the intention of like using it every week in school to stay on top of my assignments. But for some reason, without fail, I'm always just like, no, my brain's the best planner I have. Let me just Mm -hmm. lock it away in the good old noggin. And then I'm always like, 
I'm honestly so blessed to have to live with my friend Jana because she is I, I like joke that she's my secretary because I'll say things like oh yeah I'll be on the phone with my parents but like yeah I can come down Tuesday yeah I have nothing on Tuesday I'll be I'll see you Tuesday and then I'll hang up the phone and Jana will be like no on Tuesday you have this this and that and I'm like oh wow totally <laughs> thank <forgot."> you Jana <laughs> so I'm really lucky to have people that are far better uh... have a much better memory than I do but I just know, like, people be like, hey, can you do this? And rather than, like, write it down to get back to it, I'll be like, oh, yeah, no problem. I'll get to that. And I'd say 95% of the time I do get to it, but it's always more of, like, a frenzied state of, like, oh, my gosh, I didn't get it done sooner because I didn't write it down and I didn't work away <laughs> at it slowly. I procrastinate and I am not organized. But Understandable. Well, it. this takes us now to yeah. our second half of the episode where we talk about acceptance. <laughs> And my first Mm -mm -mm. plug for this, I put down um, when I was thinking about it last night, maybe if we've got some perfectionists in the crowd, this is hopefully helpful. But I think acceptance starts with understanding that all of us are beautifully complex and imperfect. And that is so okay and normal. Um, Mm -hmm. So beginning there. I put that if we aren't at the point of acceptance to start with compassion and curiosity. And that's something we've talked about in the past when we've um, spoken about self-love was um, learning to see yourself the way that you see other people, learning to extend compassion to yourself that you would to a friend or a family member or even a stranger. So finding things like this where like we're yeah. reading this list and we see other people telling us what they struggle with. It's like, Oh, that's so normal. Like, yeah, we've been there. We've done that. Um, remember to try to look at yourself in the same way would be my advice. Yeah, and I, I agree. I feel like I'm a little bit quieter this episode, probably because I didn't sleep great. Oh, last sorry, night. So I'm a little bit tired guys, but I'm also just quiet. Cause I'm like, Martha's killing it. Martha's done such a great job. And so, yeah, I agree. I think it's so important to remember, like you said, when you see others, that kind of that sense of compassion or that kindness mm-hmm. or that understanding you extend them. Like, why would you not do the same to yourself? Like, you are as much deserving as your own love as they are. And you are as much deserving as kindness mm-hmm. and acceptance and patience as as they are. So show that same, that same acceptance, kindness, patience, Absolutely. and love for yourself. Because... Mm-hmm. You are well, and, and just a, a little clarifying note yeah. when I say curiosity, this is something um, I know I've I'm sure I've said before when it comes to things like um, life coaching. I feel like this is a big theme if anyone follows any life coaches or happens to have a life coach. Uh, instead of condemning yourself in your thoughts and feelings and actions, it's looking in inward towards yourself and being curious. So, like, instead of being like, Man, I hate that I do this. Instead, you can change it to, huh, I wonder why I do this. Like, isn't it interesting Mm -hmm. that I keep doing this thing that I don't love doing, but I keep doing it? Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm glad you mentioned that because there are some things that, like, I struggle with personally in my life. And I got to the point where, like you said, I was kind of like, okay, what propels mm-hmm. me to have this behavior like what what's the trigger for this in my life and so I have a journal and I, mm-hmm. I guess you could call it like a behavioral journal or something <laughs> so I find that like when those like flare-ups arise or like when those issues come my way then I'll just kind of write about it and be like okay like this is what was going on this is what I was doing this is what I was feeling and it's been really interesting to kind of see a pattern emerge and mm-hmm. start to make sense 
of myself and like mm-hmm. it's just neat we are very complex guys <laughs> <laughs> we're we're weird but we're good oh, absolutely we're well nice and I like that Becky like that idea good. of like tracking behavior or like even taking note of things and understanding like gaining a greater understanding um that was something I was thinking about as far as like when we when we notice these things that we're doing or we see ourselves doing something that we don't love or feel great about it's figuring out like the things that we do and don't have control over um at least a portion of it i believe and so i had i had thought something that's helpful for me is recognizing what choices i can make and like what choices i'm making um because i know oh it's mm-hmm. Maybe it's a cliche, but it was something that I've heard before. Like when you do something once, it's a mistake. Um, if you continue to make that mistake, it's a choice. And and the granted, I feel like that's, mm-hmm. it's so simplified. Harsh, I'm like, there are so many truth. factors around that. But I also feel yeah. very empowered by that thought that like, this is my life. I get to choose. I get to decide. And that's not to say I'm like, okay, there's this thing that I hate. I'm going to snap my fingers and I'm going to stop doing it right now. Like that's also where that compassion comes Mm -hmm. in because if it's something that we've struggled with our whole lives, it's probably not going to go away in a day. So giving ourselves time to change and to understand that most things in life are a process, but like you have power in your life. Like you you are the captain of your ship. So <laughs> I get I'm to decide. Um, I had another thought about yeah. um, the intentionality of our language as well. That's something I know that's held me back in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and maybe this is something I've talked about before too. Sorry, listeners, if I'm just a broken record and you're like, Martha, shut up. Why do you keep saying the same things over and over? But... <laughs> Yeah, because this you guys gave you missed the other episode, or the second, or the third, um, or the fourth. But I remember um, how well. Remember being. I know that for most of my life, I've said things like, "I struggle with my weight," and uh, recently, I've tried mm-hmm. to change that um, that vocabulary to, "I struggle with coping with my anxiety." <laughs> I struggle with my relationship with food. Okay. Because in all actuality, there's nothing wrong with my weight. There's nothing wrong with my body. My body is doing what it needs to do. I am, I'm very grateful that my body functions completely normally. Everything is working for me in my body. And so for me to be like, I struggle with my weight, it's the implied idea that something's wrong with my weight. Something's wrong with my body. That's not, it's working against me, which is just totally false. Yeah. Thanks, like girl. That. So just changing our language can be that. really helpful. If you're trying to change something about yourself or your behavior, changing the language is a really good first start. So thinking about that. Um, sorry, Becky, I am talking a lot. Do you have any thoughts? No, that's okay. I, I don't really because I'm just like at the very beginning. Of that's the episode, fair. I am so- um, thank you, listeners, for humoring me. This has turned into a bit of the Martha show. But that's okay. Um, Some episodes you're gonna hear more from Martha. Some episodes you might hear more from me. <laughs> totally. The the last few points I had, um, again with with the language, thinking of our fun traits, quote quote, um, quote unquote, quote unquote, our fun traits. Um, thinking of things, 
instead of using them as things that define us, like I am lazy, um, I think language like that is kind of shame-based and holds Mm -hmm. us back. Thinking of it as something that we do um, or something that manifests in our behavior because then we can look at why we're doing it. Instead of using it as something that's like ingrained in our being, it's something that's separate from who we are, but we can we can analyze and recognize where it's coming from because shame never did nothing good for nobody. So it it didn't. <laughs> and I'm really glad you said that because going back to like the little journal that I keep, I'm like, yeah, I definitely started it more out of shame. Like, oh, I hate that I do these things. Mm. Like, why am I doing it? I'm so weird. I need to stop this. Mm-hmm. And now like tracking it and just taking time to like be mindful of myself and be like, okay, well, I did it because like this triggered that feeling or this, this started that and just, I get to going back to what you said about like curiosity. Mm-hmm. Like sh- shame is crap. Yeah, we don't need shame. Shame sucks. Totally. <laughs> but curiosity, care, love, it, the desire to to change yourself for the better, which I think Martha and I have touched on a lot of how like you can't hate yourself to be better. You can't hate yourself into changing. Absolutely. But loving yourself and wanting more for yourself is a different discussion. Mm-hmm. And I think doing that out of love and curiosity is so good and so cool. Amen. Well, and when we have those, those shame based motivations, I'm like, it is almost a guarantee that it will push you back into that behavior that you're trying to avoid because it's something Mm -hmm. that's, it's coping. Like so many of the things that we talked about already today, like binge watching TV or being lazy, self-sabotaging, um, talking yourself out of going to see friends or people like all of those things they are um they're coping mm-hmm. we're coping with something we are trying mm-hmm. to manage something or avoid something or deal with something that is bothering us on a deeper level and so that's that's something that we all go through um and and recognizing and normalizing and accepting those things are are what will actually push us to something more positive or to change in our life. If that's what we want to do. I just want to emphasize, (laughs) emphasize and underline normalizing and accepting like Martha said, because Mm -hmm. I think something like the word normalize is a really cool word, but the fact that it even has to exist, I think sometimes is funny because sure. I would love to normalize certain things that I think we as a society try to pretend we don't do or try to ignore Mm -hmm. but in terms of like this list i'm like we don't have to normalize any of this these things are all so normal we all do them we're just convinced it's weird Mm -hmm. so i'm like normalize it and accept it because it doesn't even have to be normalized we know we do it and so Mm -hmm. anyways i I love that word but then sometimes it bothers me because i'm like there's nothing to normalize sure do it totally normalize it because we're not used to sharing the things about ourselves that don't exist on a highlight reel. Mm-hmm. Oh, amen. That was profound. So let's, let's normalize that. Normalize sharing the parts of yourself that don't exist on the highlight reel. Yeah, absolutely. And I think within like that idea of normalizing, it's just knowing you're not alone. I, I think that's mm-hmm. probably the biggest part. And that's what drives us to so many of the things we don't love about ourselves in our life is isolation and thinking that we're this big weirdo. <laughs> because we yeah. do this that or the other when mm-hmm. no it, we <laughs> there we're all in it together guys we're all struggling <laughs> literally literally oh, i love it i love it and i just wish it was like more common sense because we're all convinced we're not we're all convinced we're less than or this that or the other thing mm-hmm. but i'm like we are it is literally 
not even cool because these things are all so normal like mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not even weird everyone is just weird yeah which means it's all just so normal <laughs> oh. amen um i'm getting on a soapbox i'll, I'll get off <laughs> no this is the best time to get on it um the last couple of things i just wanted to mention and this is uh pulling out <laughs> pulling out my latter-day saint card so if if that's not your thing feel free to skip ahead a couple minutes um, mm-hmm. but I just wanted to, we're about to get churchy on you. I just wanted to mention this <laughs> because it's something that's so meaningful to me. This is something, um, that has really comforted me in the last year and, um, hopefully it's helpful. I, I just wanted to mention this scripture. So this is a scripture from the book of Mormon. It's in the book of ether chapter 12, verse 27. And it has become my, probably my favorite scripture in the last year. And so I'm, I'm going to flip the language a little bit, make it a little bit personal. Um, but it says, and if you come unto me, I will show unto you your weakness. And I give unto you weaknesses that you may be humble. And my grace is sufficient for all that humble themselves before me. For if you humble yourself before me and have faith in me, then will I make weak things become strong unto you. And this is a concept that I love, this idea that, we have weaknesses and this is something um when i was newly married with uh with logan obviously (laughs) i'll cut that (laughs) i was newly married and living in idaho um and having a really hard time we had a friend who became very much like a mentor to us um and he was talking to us about this idea and he kind of made the visual of like um it's like a two-sided sword or like a stick. If you pick up a stick from the middle, there's always going to be two sides. And on the one side is a weakness and the other is a strength and they go hand in hand. And so I think there's so many people just in my life in general who have been that example of taking something that was really hard for them and it becoming a strength. And maybe that strength was in sharing it with other people in building up other people because they had the same struggle. Or when I look at things like, my my struggles with my emotions i'm like i i wouldn't trade my ability to be empathetic i wouldn't trade the strengths of emotional intelligence that i feel i have um because i have the weaknesses that i do that are related to it like finding those strengths i feel like have been so helpful to me and they're often connected to those weaknesses that we have. So mm-hmm. I know Becky um, and I had been talking when we were planning this episode. I had mentioned this idea of like we put down uh, like we're lazy. And I was thinking like the first thing my head went to is like there are people, maybe sometimes myself included, who have an inability to relax. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. being able to rest is such a gift. It's such a blessing. And so if that's something like you struggle with finding the strength in it. Like there are, there's always a silver lining. Um, and then my very last thing I just put was when I'm struggling with myself or the things that I do, um, something that's really helpful is to remember like the things that make up my identity and just know like our fun traits don't make up who we are. They're a part of mm-hmm. us. They're a part of our lives. And they're important because they've built so much of our character, but it's not who you are. And so for me, 
like I put an example of I am a daughter of God. That's something I believe in. And it's something that does not change. And so finding things about yourself or about your life that don't change are really helpful and really grounding. And so maybe that's something instead like I am unconditionally loved. I am unconditionally worthy of love. Those things are unchangeable. And those other things that we struggle with, we can figure out, we can work through, we can accept and move forward. So that is my last, my last bit of wisdom on this soapbox. Thank you for listening. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Um, yeah. So I guess we'll just wrap up now, guys, with some things that we like. Martha, I'll let you get a sip of water. I'll let you take oh, a Thank back. you. I'll 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 share. Um, And that was not a a sarcastic dig. I honestly have loved everything you've said today. So thank you for carrying the podcast. Thank you for carrying me with you today (laughs) on this day where I am very tired. It's all good, girl. Um, Some quick things that I like um, after I kind of made that little soapbox about like sharing things that aren't aren't on the highlight reel. It reminded me of a cute Instagram account I follow. Her name is Paige Arminta. Mm. And I think Arminta is her middle name. I can't remember what her last name is. But anyways, the account is at Paige Arminta. We will obviously be sharing her in the stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like a really cool content creator slash model, like freelancer, whatever. And she's like done really neat brands with like different hotels, companies. She's done things with different, like um, I think Nike and Adidas and stuff. And so she's really cool and successful. But something that she likes to do every now and then is she'll just be like, hey, everyone, like post a selfie and tag me in it, like a bad angle selfie or whatever. And I just think it's neat every time oh. I see it because I'm like, <laughs> this is someone who makes money off of always looking posed and put together and like beautiful and well you know well made up or however you want to think about uh-huh. it but at the same time I love that she's trying to just be like guys it's okay like we all take pictures where we don't look great or we all take pictures this that or the other thing bad angles and I just know I just was like I feel like she's a good a good ambassador for cute photo ideas but also a cute reminder to be like we're we're all weird yeah (laughs) and then um I also have taking my bra off because right before we recorded I took my bra (laughs) off and I I don't wear bras a lot I'm honestly COVID has made me into a sports bra fiend but I had to go to a meeting at church today and I felt like I should probably at least have a bra on so I put on a real one (laughs) and I was like whoa (laughs) what is this life this ain't it (laughs) this is not the life for me (laughs) taking the bra off love that feeling so good and then the last one is wrapping myself up like a burrito. And I feel like we all love that, but it just needed to be said. Oh, yeah. And you get a nice blanket and you just like throw it around yourselves and you're on a couch and you can just kind of like snuggle into the couch mm-hmm. and you just a content, warm, soft, cozy, human burrito. Love it. Nothing better. Amen. Totally That's agree. Me. Those are the things I'm liking this week. <laughs> love it. I've got a few and these are mostly accounts on Instagram. So we'll uh, link them in the show notes, obviously, and in our Instagram stories this week. Um, but I wanted to start with one, um, someone to follow, really totally worth following, Emmanuel Acho. Um, and if maybe... People have heard of him through his series called Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man. Mm-hmm. Um, he is he's phenomenal and someone who I feel like is working so hard to reach the people who don't agree with him. Um, mm-hmm. And so I really, I love taking a page from his book and learning from him. Um, so definitely follow him. He's also very, very attractive. But... Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's an incredible person to follow, especially if you are someone who's struggling to start conversations or, 
Um, even I know someone had mentioned in our stories this past week, continuing relationships with people who don't agree with Black Lives Matter or other issues that are are very relevant to the current state of the world. Um, mm-hmm. He's a good one to follow to maybe uh, get tips on that. So the next one, uh, Mandy Birth Nurse. She is a labor and delivery nurse educator on Instagram for any of my my baby people, birthing people, anyone, pregnant people, people who maybe in the future think they'd want to birth a baby. Um, <laughs> she's a great one to follow. I really love her content on um, patient care and consent. I, she's given me so many ideas on how to start conversations about what I want um, and understanding what your rights are as um, a, a laboring and delivering patient. And then the last two are just so funny. So if you're needing a good laugh, um, the one account is called Official Heavy Metal Baby. It is. Okay. (laughs) I will send you a link, Becky, right after this. But it's uh, a dad and his like nine-month-old baby. And he um, just lip syncs to heavy metal songs. And the baby, he like has drumsticks in her hands and they drum together. It's so cute. So that, and then um, Frankie Manella is another account. He does this thing called Dadasaur, and it is the most ridiculous and crazy thing. But essentially, in any situation that they're in, his daughter will mention Dadasaur, and he full sends um, acting out what a dinosaur would do in that situation, no matter what it is. And it is chaos. Oh my God. And it's, oh my God. It is wild. Like there's one where that they're at the Olive Garden and she mentions Dadasaur and he goes ham. And then at the end of the video, he was like, I can't believe you did that. Did you talk to the manager before? And she's like, yeah, they said it was fine. Um, oh my God. Yeah. I'll have to look that so up. So he's really funny if you're needing something more lighthearted. So those are my likes for the week. Cute. And guys, as always, we like you and we love you. And we're so glad you're listening. Amen. And Becky, go take a nap, be lady. dear. Oh, thanks. I will take a nap. I was just going to say, please share us with your friends. If you liked us, they might like us. And tag us when you do it because we all need a little bit of validation. (laughs) Um, I'm an attention whore. Uh, But but we love you and we like you guys. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys.